0: Hello, I am your host, Teresa Lendy, and welcome to The Business Corner. On this show, we discuss leadership, economic development, finance, and business topics. Today, I will be speaking with Jeff Brown, founder at Brown Superstores. Brown Superstores operates 10 shop rights and two fresh grocers located in the Philadelphia region. Jeff, thank you so much for joining the Business Corner.
1: Thanks for having me, Teresa.
0: No problem. You know, you have done so much in the city of Philadelphia, over 35 years of impact. Tell me a little bit about your story.
1: So uh, I, I was a young boy. Uh, we lived in the Northeast and my, my family had a little grocery store in West Philly. And maybe at eight years old, they started taking me there. This picture, a little eight-year-old boy. And they left me alone in West Philly in the store. And I I talked to the employees. They taught me the business and I helped customers. And what's interesting is all these years later, I still have some of the same customers I helped as an eight year old. They're in 85, 90 years old. I still help them in my Parkside store. And so the groceries and people have been, you know, our, our life, you know, from going back in the Brown family, you know, five generations now, if you count my son.
0: I love that. And one thing in your store, um, you've been recognized nationally, you know, by President Obama, right? We all saw the impact of what you did when um, the food deserts and some of the other stores. Talk about, you know, why you chose Philadelphia to even uh, bring that store to communities of color.
1: Well, I'm a Philadelphian. I was born here. Um, I love Philadelphia. I love the people, the frankness. Our whole culture, you know, just appeals to me. Well, I grew up in it. Um, and I worked for my dad and, you know, he, he was my mentor. He taught me and it was always in the neighborhoods and I just have an affinity for, for Philadelphians, especially Philadelphians in the neighborhood. And, you know, I, I, when I went to college, professors would say to me, what are you talking about? You went going to the grocery business, going to cell phones, going into mm-hmm. cable, mm-hmm. you know, technology, go into mm-hmm. tech, that's where you can make real money. And I'm like, no, no, I'm going to. T- take what we do up to the next level in the grocery business. That That's what I'm meant to do. And so ever since I'm a little boy, I, I decided that's what I'm going to do. And what I find most um, exciting or what gets me to wake up excited in the morning is, you know, we have a business that's, that's grown to be quite a large business, a successful business. but But it's married with a tremendous impact on people and their lives and helping them. And I really get a charge out of listening to people, understanding their struggles and trying to invent or innovate a way to help them. So I'm I'm really juggling how to do it from a business perspective because we still have to make a payroll right. and make a profit and then how to have a community impact that really could could help people give them a hand out of poverty, give them a hand to overcome struggles that they have and help help live a a happier and better life. And I, I get a charge out of balancing those two things.
0: You can actually tell that you do get a charge out of it because in each of your stores, there's always a big component about diversity, inclusion. And one of the things that I saw that really took my interest was the small incubator program for entrepreneurs. Talk a little bit about how that even came about and how did those entrepreneurs get onto your shelves?
1: So I always think about things from a broader perspective to start out with. And and I think one of the struggles we have in Philadelphia is there's an anemic amount of entrepreneurship among black and brown communities. Uh, I always was worried about that because my view of our country, what's great about our country, you could come here, start a business and become successful. And you pull all kinds of people from your community up with you. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes this country. So if you don't have that, like really doesn't exist in a big way in a lot of um, of our neighborhoods, you turn off that economic engine and, and you really repress all of society. Yeah. And so I was always interested in that. And when the pandemic hit, I saw that um, people weren't getting PPP, especially mm-hmm. the small black businesses. And I just was in my mind thinking, well, we don't have that many to begin with. Are we? Are they all gonna go out of business? I yeah. mean, we can't have that. And uh, some colleagues and I started the PA 30-day fund, and we ended up raising in a relatively uh, short period of time, like a few months, we raised $4 million. Wow. And we ended up giving it all out to about 1,200 uh, half-black businesses in Philadelphia. And we didn't have staff. We had all volunteers, and we called, I called a lot of the black businesses myself at night to tell them that we got some money to keep the lights on. Mm -hmm. And I would talk to them and I would ask them how else I could help them. And some of the people said, well, I admire you. I'd like you to be my mentor. So I picked up a lot of mentees. Others said, you know, I can't open my business. The the government shut me down. Can I sell my product in your store? And we started doing that. And we realized that a lot of these small entrepreneurs, we could help them more. Mm. And so we started the Small Business Incubator. We have it's an all volunteer program. Business people I know sit on that panel, and people come in. They present their business plan, their products, and you know we grill them yeah. like Shark Tank, except for we're not buying a piece of their business. We're just doing it to help. And we've now incubated four hundred black owned businesses. Wow! And you know when you go into our stores, there's a business side to this too. It's mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. So you have people from the community showing us their hustle, showing us their innovations, and my customers they like it. They, they think it's cool. And from a societal standpoint, where will all these businesses go? And I could tell you some of them are taken off and are the real deal. Like they have patents. We're getting them into larger food businesses and, and they're going places. And I think this is how you make Philadelphia success. It's part of the part of what could make this really work.
0: I really love that. I think that is more of the fabric of how you increase businesses increase opportunity and also emerge with that impact structure that you build inside of the stores tell me a little bit about the future of Philadelphia's economic growth you know just thinking about that like as a a broader sense thinking about how you were able to build up your business businesses really
1: so um, when I look at Philadelphia, I think we lack um, a vision for what we want to be when mm-hmm. we grow up. And, you know, just like, a, just like your individual career or just like your business, if you don't know what you're trying to be, you're definitely not going to get there. Right. And I think when we look at our assets in Philadelphia and are also the problems we have, mm-hmm. I think it's clear that certain industries really make a lot of sense to be here mm-hmm. uh, because of our location. Um, We probably could supply 75% of the U.S. population from Philadelphia, which really makes logistics a very interesting line of business for us. Um, We have a lot of non-college educated citizens Mm -hmm. um, that would be great for light manufacturing. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about our city, we're plagued as being the poorest big city in the country, partly because we have a lot of people that don't have college degrees, in some cases don't read well. Um, and and that—that's our challenge, but it also is an opportunity, because we're good with our hands and we can make stuff. We can fix stuff. We could be trained to do certain industries in in an eight or twelve week period. And so I want to identify two dozen industries that we are the best place in the country to be, mm. like uh, arts and culture. We're, we're a world class destination for arts and culture, um, businesses, entertainment businesses. Very interesting because we're very creative. If you think about our history, a lot of the world's creativity comes from Philadelphia. And today, creativity isn't just you do it individually. There's content and content is money. Mm -hmm. And it goes into technology and design. It goes into content production like what we're doing here. And we should own that. We could be a world-class destination for, for content. And I think industry by industry, we should really decide like this is something we could win yeah i'm going to give you another example we are the largest concentration of u- colleges and universities in the world people think it's boston it's not it's the philadelphia area mm. and because of that we have all kinds of scientists that invent gene therapies and biotech there's no disputing that we're we're a player in that field but what's interesting is, we've never thought through what do we want to do with that. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to manufacture and distribute those inventions from here, because that would help lower-income individual, individuals have a hand out of poverty. Mm-hmm. That would make this whole city work. And so I think having a, uh, being strategic, having a vision for our future, that's a first step, and then what investments do we need to make to get there?
0: I love that. I'm a girl from North Philadelphia. So I'm always believing in the hand up strategy than the handout. Oh,
1: totally. And
0: so, you know, the type of mentorship that you are doing for entrepreneurs is well-respected. It's well-received. Um, I remember, you know, we're coming up on eight years in business. And Congratulations. Going, that's you, awesome. Thank you. And kind of going back to the pandemic, um, that was at year five for us. And in business, it tells you, where you are if you can make it to 5 years you could probably make it on and i think one of those and we had over 200,000 um grants and opportunities that we actually apply for but i had so many people that just didn't understand where to go to get that ppp to get um or go to the bank and actually fill out that paperwork so i became a resource for those entrepreneurs and i never forget i had a mentor call me and say, do you know about PA30 and the PA30 fund? And I said, I don't. Tell me more. And they said they had $3,000, uh, you know, if you're a small, you know, business and you're operating, you have this much stuff. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. I checked all the boxes. And they said, just make a video and tell us why you need it. So I never forget, I'm, I'm in my living room. And I said, okay, let me put some makeup on. Let me fix my hair. And I got excited making that video. I'll tell you why. Because as many applications I filled out in that year, trying to make sure that I kept operational costs, um, afloat, payroll afloat, right? Um, and other expenses that, you know, I needed for our clients and to, to keep the business going. I was so excited that I got a letter that said, congratulations. And that was almost like the, the, cause I was, think I was, I put a whole bunch of applications in, but only a few came back and said yes. And that was one of them that said yes. And I said, I need to know who's on the board. And so that's when I started looking. I saw your name and I'm like, okay, who is he? And then I saw other things. And I said, this looks like a real leader, right? In times of trouble, we are looking for real advocates to step up. And so for me, and I I couldn't wait, you know, just to tell other people about this opportunity. But it also showed me uh, the other opportunities that you were doing inside of your stores that was helping others. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. And thank you for that vision. So before I leave you, um, I usually ask our guests to to give us something um, that is inspirational to them. Give me a quote. Give me something that has inspired you to continue your journey to impact and change lives.
1: So um, I I like to think about the power of listening and understanding. And it's such a powerful tool and it's often not used. Mm -hmm. And some people are under the perspective, if they got an education, they know everything. And the truth of the matter is, you know, that doesn't give you very much. And um, I remember we We were working on our first food desert store in southwest philadelphia and and there's almost a hundred percent failure in this work nationally and I, I'm in uh, I, you know, I was thinking about what do we need to do to succeed when there's a hundred percent failure rate? Yeah, and you got to remember that um people that live in a food desert are robbed on average of 20 years of their life. Mm -hmm. They have 20 years less life expectancy. And so that was something that was on my mind. I I don't want people to lose 20 years, Mm -hmm. but I also don't want to go out of business and this is going to be challenging. And I'm at the first meeting and it's a little rough and tumble. People are upset and um when they when they expressed frustration and they told me what they wanted and i just can vividly recall just asking them questions about it is it more like this or more like that like almost like a doctor mm-hmm. asking you is the pain here or the pain there yeah and um i mean in like an hour it cl- cr- crystal clear clarified in my mind what needs to be done and this this is what they laid out we don't want anything special. We wanted to be treated like everyone else, but that isn't normally how we're treated. We're treated worse normally. Yeah. We normally pay more, worse services, worse conditions. Second is we'd like you to hire from the neighborhood um, because that'll help the neighborhood do mm-hmm. better. And if the neighborhood does, does better, your business will do better. And that that's what you should figure out how to do. And we want pe- people of color because this is a neighborhood of color. We want them to end up, with management jobs and mm-hmm. leadership jobs. It may take some time, but we want you to be committed to that. We like the store to be union. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we'll make more that way. We like that. And we'd like you to pay attention to us, what we buy. Yeah. That other people come in, they put what they want us to buy, not what we want to buy. Yeah. And, you know, I took every one of their suggestions and I did the whole thing. Mm. And it worked. And it worked. And, and the business did like 500% more revenues on its opening week than the previous operator that went out of business did. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing comes down to listening and understanding and figuring out how to execute. And you know, I think this applies to everything you do. Mm -hmm. Pay attention, listen to people. Even though my income might've been much higher, my education might've been much higher, but the people living in Southwest Philly knew what they were dealing with, knew what frustrated them, what obstacles existed in life that, that hurt them. And um, th- they were able to um, clarify that for me, that helped me do what I did. That ultimately led to taking Philadelphia from one of the worst food desert uh, cities in the country to one of the best. And I, after doing it in Philadelphia, I worked with the Obamas. And mm-hmm. we did it for the whole country. And we flew around the country and got supermarkets opened all over the country. The same thing worked everywhere. Love that. listen pay attention do what the people ask figure out the mechanics of how to make it work
0: i love it and as a ceo myself i think i stand on your shoulders when i say i plan on listening because i think that's how you do the impact across um not only one city but multiple cities so thank you jeff for joining me today on the business corner
1: thank you for having me Teresa. thank you
0: thank you for tuning into the business corner we hope you enjoyed the conversation for more episodes, please visit our website at tmlcommunications.com or on our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash tmlcommunications.